0: What's going on, guys? Uh, welcome back to Hopelessly Unchecked, or uh, welcome if you decided to skip the first episode, and for, uh, sorry, I got a little bit of burp action going on. It's because I'm addicted to soda, and that's a problem. But uh, I did uh, listen to the first episode just to see how it sounded. Um, The first seven minutes were, I don't know, pretty clear. Uh, A little loud maybe, but uh, everything after that was super quiet. I was messing with the gain levels uh, on the mic, and I don't know, it sounded good through the headphones, and then once I went and listened to the episode, I was like, oh, Oh, that's bad. So, I apologize for that. Also, I do have a, a mute button on this microphone that I'm going to utilize, um, for spitting. Because, uh, the spitting through the first, uh, loud seven minutes was completely obnoxious. So, I'm sorry, um. So you know, it's you know again. If I'm uh, breathing heavily into the mic, first of all, it's because I'm fat; I run out of breath. And second of all, I got to keep the gain levels up. I'm not in a professional booth. I'd love to be someday, but right now I'm just kind of just kind of winging it, you know. So. You'll have to bear with me. That was one of those times that I utilized the mute button to uh, take an old spit. Um, so for the second episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig back into some football because, uh, like I said last week, football is what I do. Um, and a lot of these solo episodes are for the next few months anyway probably going to be football based Um, you know I see major things in the news going on that I think you know I can take a funny spin or I got a nice rant on it you know I might um, but I think a lot of the big things a lot of people don't give a shit to listen to so Uh, a lot of people don't even watch the news anymore so why the fuck would you want to listen to me talk about it So let's do uh let's do a run through here of uh week 5. So Giants and Packers in London. Uh I don't think the Giants are good. I think the Packers are bad. Already stated that. Um losing to the Giants. Who are 4-1 on an easy schedule. Uh, Packers are bad. And I know sometimes it just comes down to matchups. Some teams lose games that they shouldn't. But. You can't be. The number one seed in the NFC. Last year. And then lose to the Giants. This year. You can't do it. Um yeah, that's all I got on that game. I mean who gives a shit? Uh Bills Steelers. Bills are good. Steelers usually play good defense. They didn't. <clears throat> Kenny Pickett is bad. He's very bad. I didn't think Mitch Trubisky was playing bad enough to get benched. He certainly wasn't playing bad enough to get benched for Kenny Pickett. Um, I understand when you draft a rookie, a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't wait, you know, because that's the future, blah, 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 whatever. If you're paying your backup more than your rookie. I don't know. I guess I don't know that they're paying Mitch Trubisky more than they're paying Kenny Pickett. But either way, uh, they're both bad. But I'd still say Trubisky's better. But Bills are still a good team. I don't think that they're the best team in football like everyone says they are and so says the league apparently with their power rankings but whatever. Uh Chargers Browns. That was some good football. Um didn't start out as good football then kind of turned into a good game. Um, Chargers are a tough team. They're not as good as I thought they were going to be. But, you know, they're still 3-2. and two, So, I mean, it's... They're not really struggling so far. The Browns... Uh, here's the bottom line. If Deshaun Watson was playing right now, that team would be... Three and two, at least. They probably would have beat the Chargers. Um, they might even be winning the AFC North. Um, so I don't know. You may see a change if they if they can pull some wins together. Uh, and once the Sean Watson hits the field, uh, I don't know. You may see a late. A uh, wild card push from them. You know, maybe. That's, you know, it'll be close. The Texans got their first win against the Jags. Uh, Two bad teams. Just, yeah, I mean, that's all there is to it. They're two bad teams, the Texans won. Vikings, uh, barely scooted by the Bears, uh, I mean, you know, they beat them by seven, but I was watching a lot of that game, (laughs) they barely got by them, I don't know if the Vikings are for real yet, I mean, they're, they're 4-1, they look pretty stout offensively, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, ha- I haven't made up my mind on whether I think they're an actual good team. I think their record is good, but, uh, you know, I don't know if that's product of easy schedule, um, bad division. Um, you know, time will tell. Either way, uh, at this point, I'd say pro- pro- probably a good chance of making the playoffs. At, at least at a wild card, we'll see what the Packers do, but... um. Like I said, the Packers are bad. Again, I apologize for the seconds of silence, but I'm I'm trying to keep you from having to listen to me. Hawk one up, so <sighs> Lions Patriots. Holy shit! I started Jared Goff in my fantasy league this week. Jared Goff was ranked number five in fantasy quarterbacks. Um, (laughs) They look really bad against a very, very, um, I'll say low-level mid-team. Like, I think they're mid. I don't necessarily think that they're bad. They're definitely not good. Uh... They're okay at best, but they're at the bottom end of okay. They're not decent, just okay. Uh, The Lions, I don't know, you're playing against uh, probably the greatest uh, defensive coach of all time, so I figured they would struggle on offense a little bit, but I still figured that they might pull something out, but nope. Fool me. So, yeah, the Lions look really bad this week. Seahawks-Saints. <clears throat> Two mid-teams. Uh, the Saints get a win. You know, whatever. I don't see either one of them making the playoffs. I don't know. Things may change. Uh, I wouldn't be starting Geno. I know there's, uh, you know, this whole joke going around that, you know, that Gino's the GOAT, but. I mean, fuck this. Do they really think that he's that much better than Drew Locke? I don't think so. But, you know. Whatever. Jets, Dolphins. Holy shit. Are the Jets good this year? I don't think they're good, but they looked good Sunday, didn't they? The Dolphins were 3-0. and People were saying, oh, they might end up being the best team in football. And then you lose a close one to what goes down um Teddy Bridgewater's just not as good as Tua. So I was like, "Hey, eh, you know, there's no cause for concern for them yet." No cause for concern um except for Tua's health. But uh you know, you lose a close one to a to a a team that's offensively sound uh, you know at at least at receiver and running back but then you go in and I really you know Teddy Teddy Bridgewater ends up coming out at some point Um, but holy shit you gave up 40 to the Jets god damn Uh, Bucks-Falcons. Bucks squeak going out. Um, and yes, I am going to talk about that call. Uh, later. But, um. I don't know, you know. It's a d- divisional matchup. You know, division games usually are tough. Um. But still, you know, the Bucks pulled it out. Uh yeah, I don't I don't see any cause for concern there. Titans Commanders. <laughs> kind of a, you know a a close matchup there. Um I wish I would have fucking started Carson Wentz. He was on my bench. Started Jared Goff. That's alright. I'm still 4-1 in the league. I'm the only team that's 4-1. So I'm in first place. So, you know. But still, Jesus Christ. Um... I didn't get to watch that game Uh, I don't pay to to watch every game Uh, so I don't get to catch some of those that are outside the region Uh, commanders they're not good the titans mid at best Uh, at least right now I don't know they they may pull something together I don't know. Time will tell. 49ers defense. I started. Nice defensive touchdown there. That kid fought for his fucking life to get into the end zone, didn't he? Put it on the Panthers. 37-15. But, you know, the Panthers are bad. So, not Not surprised. Um, Eagles, Cardinals, man. Um, look at if if D Hop wasn't suspended, the Cardinals are probably four and one right now. I mean. They probably would have handled the Eagles pretty soundly, um, but you know, th- you know, the Eagles still held it together. They still look, you know, halfway good. Five and zero. So I mean, like I said, they've got one of the easiest roads to the playoffs. So I'm not surprised. But if if Hop plays that game. I don't know that the Cardinals would be 4-1 and one for sure. They'd be 3-2. and two. I know that. Cowboys-Rams. The Cowboys are not good. They're not. Uh, much like the Giants. Don't let that 4-1 fool you. The Rams are really... Really struggling. Um, Yeah, really struggled Sunday. Um, I I don't really know what else to say about it. Uh, It's just, it wasn't, that wasn't an exciting game at all. Then we had another divisional matchup, the Ravens-Bengals. I was rooting for the Ravens so hard in that. Glad they got it done. Barely scooted by them. Like I said, divisional matchups are uh, usually tough. But uh, clearly, I I think the Ravens are better. So, the better team won. And we already talked about the Colts-Broncos last week. Um Monday night's game. Monday night sucked for me. I had to work the evening shift by myself. Was hoping to have some help on a little bit of demo. Probably could have been out in four or five hours. Boss told me uh don't care. You know, if you're if you're done in four, five, six hours, you know, put yourself down for eight. Um, no, I was there for eight hours. Um, anyways, boring, I know you don't care about that, but that sucked. Then I had to be back up, and, and also, heading home, traffic was letting out from the game. I figured, well, oh, it's fucking 11.30, it's gotta be somewhat clear by now. No, I didn't get home till almost 1.00. A half hour drive from work, left at 11.30. Didn't get home till almost 1.00, so that was awesome. <clears throat> but anyways uh, divisional matchups are tough uh, I do think the Raiders are better this year they you know in most of their losses, they're not getting blown out. I think the Chiefs are a really good team and the Raiders only lost by one. I think that was a stupid call from Josh McDaniel to go for two. Um I don't know. I I like I said I like aggressive football, but I I would have just kicked it. I I would have just kicked it. So, you have Josh McDaniel to thank for that loss. Now, if the Chiefs would have gotten that two point, then I like going for two a little better from the Raiders. Um, I mean, you would still be losing, but, I mean, if you would have kicked it, then you could have still gotten a field goal, but Chiefs don't get the two point. You kick the field goal, tie it up, go into OT. Or not the field goal, the extra point. I you know, you go into OT. That's what I would have done. But I am also not uh, an NFL coach. But had the Raiders made the extra point and gone into OT Uh, they might have won that game. They made some good defensive stops. Uh, Max Crosby had Patrick Mahomes' number. He was getting after him all night. I don't remember exactly how many sacks he had. He may have only had two. He may have had three. I'm not quite sure. But there was a lot of pressure. He was getting after him. But anyways, I took a you know I took a Bluetooth speaker to work, played the game as loud as I could. So, wasn't the worst thing in the world. But you know. So, in that game and in the game against the or the game uh, Falcons and Bucks. really bad calls I'll I'll start with the reffing the passer for the Falcons Um, I've watched the replay a thousand times Uh, I wouldn't have made that call I think the defender did his best to not land on him yeah, I kind of rolled on them at one point, but it didn't look that bad. And then some of those, it's kind of like, well, what do you want them to do? And furthermore, there should have been a separate call that should have offset that Brady fucking kicked him. We kicked him. I mean, I mean I it didn't look like much of a like a connection but he certainly tried and then stood up and threw his hands up. Now it's Tom Brady. He's going to get that call probably more often than he's not. And some would argue that uh, you, you've you been in the league for 20-some years. You've been in the, se- the Super Bowl 10 times, and you've won seven of them. That you deserve that call. Maybe. Uh, not when it's that bad. I wouldn't have made that call. Monday night's call. Far worse. Far, far worse. Um, Chris Jones coming from behind Derek Carr. Ball comes out. Ball is in. Chris Jones' gut, he's got a hand on the ball. He has possession. And as he's falling on top of Derek Carr, he throws out his left arm to try to brace himself the best that he can so he does not put all his weight on Derek Carr. And again, what did you want him to do? I don't understand. I just... I don't get it, man. I do not get it. I. This man is almost 300 pounds. He might even be playing at 300 pounds right now. Chris Jones is a big dude. He he can't just make himself fly or levitate and just scoot over two to three feet as he's coming down. And also you have to look at when the penalty occurs. And they talk about it on TP, whatever. Look, if the penalty occurs after Chris Jones has possession of the ball. Why did the Chiefs not get to keep the ball? And there's fucking rural junkies out there that'll argue it every time. That call shouldn't have been made. That should have been a a strip sack. 100%. That was a horrible call. Not even the worst call of the night. I know you may say, well, you're just a Chiefs fan, so whatever... You're just, you're just biased. The worst call of the night, the worst call of the week, maybe even the worst call that I've seen so far this year. The holding call against the Raiders on the Chiefs field goal try. What? What? First of all, he wasn't even holding him. If anything, they you, you could have said they were holding each other. Penalties offset. Replay it down, I, if you want. A holding call. On a field goal. Are you shitting me? They're—they're they're all holding each other. Are you fucking kidding me? That set up the fucking game-winning touchdown. The Raiders don't get that call; they might win. I mean, you still got to do something offensively, and then you know, if the Chiefs get the ball back, you you have to make a stop. You know, you know, you don't really know how time plays out after that, but. Holy shit, that's probably one of the worst fucking calls I've ever seen made. Unless someone I don't know, is dry-humping someone into the ground. And it just has complete control of the person's helmet. And... I I don't know. I'm trying to think of a situation where I call holding on a field goal. I mean, it would have to be completely blatant. And if you make that call, you have to then make that call on every other field goal for the rest of the season. Because it's going to happen. What happened Monday night is happening on every field goal try in every game of every season. I don't ever think that a team pays off the refs. I know a lot of people will say, you know, there have been bad calls made before. Uh still probably the worst call I've ever seen was the no catch on on Dez. That was a fucking catch. Everybody knows that that was a horrible call. But this one's close. Again, I'm sorry. I keep muting. So you're here in a couple of seconds of silence. But I'm trying to save you from listening to me spit. So you can't you can't have it both ways. You're gonna have to fucking make up your mind. But. I mean I can't get over it. I've gone back to YouTube and watched it a hundred times. I'm a chiefs fan. I mean yeah sure it's great they got the, they got that call then they get the first down they go in and they score the game winning touchdown but I holy God. That was simply atrocious. I mean that is the only way to put it. That is top two, top three worst calls of all time. I can't I can't get over it, man. It's so bad. And, you know, and something else to touch on before I move on to other controversial moments from that Monday Night Game that I'm sure everyone that's on Twitter and Instagram has seen by now. And apparently Facebook, I don't know, Facebook is for old people. No offense, old people, but that's what it's for. Unless you're a part of some sick meme pages on there, but they all catch so many bans now for everything. Yeah, all all those pictures that you share and reshare or flag now, anyway, so. Um. Troy Aikman <laughs> made a comment. Um. Let's take the dresses off. Nah, he's under some fire for that one. Um, look, 2022 is a, it's a different time. The things that you could say in the 90s, you can't say it today. Commentator in the 90s thinks, oh my god, that's a pathetic call, let's take the dresses off. In the 90s, no one bats an eye. I'm sure some women would get very upset about it, but nobody kicks up a fuss 30 years ago. In 2022, there there are women playing football. High school girls playing football. There's been at least one woman I know of playing college football. I'm sure there's others uh, that I just haven't heard about. Well, I, I don't even know that the, the chick for Wake Forest is still there, I'm guessing. Was it Wake Forest? Maybe Vanderbilt. Maybe neither. I don't know. Anyone that pays attention to the world of football knows that there was a a, a woman playing football. Um, she has a kicker. I just can't remember her name. What team? Yeah, whatever. No groundbreaking for sure, but you know, uh, still. Now, and to play devil's advocate, you could make the argument: well, there are no women. Playing in the NFL. Okay, I hear you. But. How about we take it easy on the sexist comments? And you got a bunch of these fucking young pricks all over social media. The little fucking. Mini Andrew Tate bitch boys. I'm sure that's probably a sexist comment of some way, but whatever, that's what they are. They're a bunch of little fucking virgins. Um saying, Well, you know, he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. I'm like, look, I I understand what he meant at heart. He just said it in the wrong way. He said it in a very wrong way. I agree with. What he's. Meaning. But you can't say that. Because. Some of those calls are. Pathetic. It's like. This is a full contact sport. You cannot expect these defenders to go lightly every time. And if you're going to call roughing the passer on Chris Jones there and Tom Brady. uh, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank on the defender's name. They got the drew the call um against Brady. Um <clears throat> but I I, I I I get what you're saying. It is a full-contact sport. You cannot expect these defenders to, uh, you know, especially these bigger guys, to just never come down on them, period. Uh, they're blatantly trying to hurt the quarterback. Yes, absolutely. we got to keep guys safe. And and like I was just saying a second ago, if you're going to make those calls, why are you not making the call on, I'm not sure who it was, maybe Chandler Jones, or was it Khalil Mack, maybe? Not Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack plays for the Chargers, not the fucking Raiders, duh, idiot, fucking idiot. May have been Chandler Jones. I remember a five at the beginning. I was thinking Khalil Mack because fifty-two, but you know, like I said, he doesn't play for the Raiders anyway. He hasn't played for the Raiders in a while. Chandler Jones is fifty-five. Khalil Mack was fifty-two. I remember a five at the beginning. Um, So it, it, you know, anyways, besides the point, whoever it was that got Mahomes. That fucking just threw him to the ground, which I don't think is a roughing to passer. Because those plays happen sometimes, and Mahomes is, you know, he, you know, he can get away in some of those situations. So sometimes you got to try to get him to the ground a little harder than, than you normally would. But if you're gonna make those other pathetic roughing the passer calls, we gotta make that. And what we're seeing is an overcorrection because of what happened to Tua. And in both the controversial shots to Tua, neither one of them was the defender. Coming down on him hard. He was thrown to the ground. Well the first one he wasn't even really thrown. He was kind of pushed. Sorry. I didn't mute the mic for that one. I forgot. I apologize. Uh, He was pushed to the ground. on, On the first one. Against the Bills. Didn't even look like that hard of a shove. Uh, But his head snapped hit the ground. So that's why people think, you know, he gets up, he's stumbling and everything. He's shaking it off. And he's... uh, That's what makes you think head injury. And then... Against the Bengals. The full weight of the defender did not come on top of him. I mean, he took him to the ground, but again, his head snapped and hit the ground, and obviously, you can't have complete control of your head uh, unless you've got the world's strongest neck. Sometimes you got those guys that tackle with you know a couple thousand pounds of force when they're coming at you as hard as they can. Uh, you know, your head's gonna, it's gonna jiggle a little bit, man. It happens. Neither one of those times that I think the Defender was trying to hurt Tua. God damn it, I didn't beat myself for that one either. God, I'm such a fuck up. God, what an idiot. Shit. Fuck. Fuck my butt. I didn't think the defender was trying to hurt Brady. I didn't think the defender was trying to hurt Mahomes. You know, both times Crosby got to Mahomes. I don't think he was trying to hurt him. He's trying to do his job. Chris Jones, clearly, I mean, that was that was the best angle of, of all of the the bad calls that were made. Chris Jones clearly wasn't trying to hurt him. He threw out his arm, man. I bet that hurt his wrist a little bit. Fuck. If I was going to the ground that fast and threw out my left hand, I mean, I'm not... I I am far from skinny. My full weight hitting one wrist that hard, probably gonna hurt a little bit. But he wasn't trying to hurt Derek Carr. I don't think there was any malicious intent from any of these. And I understand that, yes, sometimes you're going to have a roughing the pastor call without malicious intent. It will happen. And the defender will try to argue it. But none of these were big hits. One play from Monday night that I really thought was malicious intent. Uh, Devontae Adams, and I'm drawing a blank on who the defender was for the Chiefs. Um, those of you that watched know exactly what, what call I'm talking about or not call but what play I'm talking about um Devonte Adams goes up for the ball in the end zone defender's got his hands up and Devonte Adams wraps his head around the dif- or wraps his hands around the defender's helmet and then after he lands throws him to the ground lands on top of him <laughs> We've got some other controversial things to talk about with Devontae Adams there, but that is a guy that's frustrated, and I get it, you know, it is a testosterone-filled game, frustrations will fly, but if you're going to call that other weak-ass shit, you got to make that call. Gotta make that call one hundred percent of the time, but you didn't. And before we get into the 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 rest of uh, what happened directly after the game, um, you know, overcorrection because of what happened to Tua. So far, this is seeming to be the worst overcorrection. Since the, uh, you all might remember, the year after the Panthers-Broncos Super Bowl. Uh, Cam had a fucking hit out on him. People on the field were trying to fucking kill him. Defenders were not doing their jobs. They were hitting him as hard as they possibly could. Uh, I I think that's why Cam fell off. Some people can argue with me. They say, well, he didn't re- even really have a concussion that year. <sighs> Are you sure? Go back and look at some of those hits, man. It was like every week. I mean, there were other big hits on, other, you know, some quarterbacks, but Cam was getting fucking lit up every week. And I said, "Well, it's because he ran the ball so much." And blah blah, blah. It does not matter. You know, targeting, leading with the helmet. Uh, I mean, taking full body weight onto him. To the ground. And you know back then. It was still legal for you to do that. But you know a lot of guys weren't trying to hurt quarterbacks. It wasn't happening all the time. And it may have happened. You know more than half the time. But people were trying to hurt Cam. And then the following season. You saw an overcorrection. If you looked at a quarterback. The wrong way. You were getting a call. That was just a couple of years ago. Cam's not even old. I mean, he's older. He's not Brady and Rogers old. He wasn't Peyton Manning old in his last season. Cam's still really athletic. He just doesn't have it anymore. And that may be a product of, you know, the teams that he was with. You know, the Patriots. Cam didn't fit in with the Patriots offense. That was a horrible, horrible get by the Patriots. He did not belong there. Um, you know where Cam would be great? Or would have been great? Probably with the 49ers. I think he would have lit it up with the 49ers. I mean, that's an offense that, you know, I mean, Trey Lance is out right now, but that's an offense that was looking for a quarterback that could run and gun. That's what Cam does. Cam really set into motion this new age of quarterbacks. I understand there were other guys doing it before him. Michael Vick, people are, can argue me all they want about who the fastest player or whatever. Michael Vick was the fastest quarterback the league's ever seen. Lamar Jackson, probably very close. I'd like to see a race, uh, you know, foot race, full pads. Lamar Jackson in his prime, you know, now. Uh, Michael Vick in his prime. Well, I guess it's still early to say that Lamar Jackson's in his prime. He's probably... Peak physical form right now. Uh, you know. Age slows you down. It seems like Father Time. Kind of forgot about Brady. For a little bit. But he's clearly not as fast. As he used to be. He wouldn't ever. Fast fast. But you know. You can see time affecting him. It just affected him at a much slower rate than everyone else. But, uh, Cam was ground zero for the new age of movement quarterbacks that we see now. Russell Wilson could kind of move um, but cam was you know at the time was the best mobile quarterback there was I mean he was a monster, he's like six five two forty two fifty I mean he was fucking stout man, and he was fucking shredded. I mean, he's still in good shape, don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, with with mobile quarterbacks now, you're you're looking at more shots. Now, I think if you're moving down the field and you take a big hit like any running back or receiver might, then that's on you. You know, if you choose not to slide. Obviously, if there's malicious intent, I have a problem with that. And I'm talking, uh, Bud Dupree. Vontae's perfect. I, I think that's how you say his name. I'm not entirely sure. I've never heard it pronounced correctly. I've never heard him pronounce it. So, but anyways, those are two players that come to mind. I mean, Vontae's perfect. Obviously, because wasn't he kicked out of the league for a lot of the shots that he was taking? And it was clear that he was trying to hurt somebody. Bud Dupree trying to hurt somebody. It it made me laugh so much that Bud Dupree was the reason that um, Ryan Tannehill got moved out of Miami because he started to fall off after Bud Dupree fucking took his head off uh, some years ago. I remember watching that, and it was clear that Bud Dupree tried to hurt him. I've never liked Bud Dupree. He was another Von perfect, You know, he looked like he was out there trying to hurt people. That's not football. I mean, you may hear some old guys, well, that's what we were taught back in the old day, but, like, look, dude, if you have to try to fuck somebody up to win a game, you're not good. That doesn't make you good at football, doesn't make your team good, if you're out there fucking targeting the shit out of people, trying to hurt them, so you can get that second string in. Yes, it is a violent sport. You can make good, solid wrap-up tackles and win a football game. Now I do understand that every man is for himself now, basically. There's a lot of shoulder tackling, which I hate. Because half the time it doesn't work you know wrapping up a guy around his waist, taking his legs out of the game. If your legs are locked up and you cannot move them, you cannot move the ball. That's always how I looked at it. Some might argue with me. Well, they got to, you know, they're trying to make sure their careers last longer. That's all well and good. You ever tried to fucking shoulder tackle one of those running backs at full speed? It still doesn't feel great. But anyways. I lost track of where I was going Oh, yes. Now, I do remember that game Bud Dupree got the uh, targeting on Ryan Tannehill. He was ejected from the game. And then, you know... Ryan Tannehill ends up getting moved out of Miami because he just wasn't the same after that, which I, he wasn't a hall of famer or a future hall of famer, I didn't think. But he looked he looked good in Miami. I think he he looked better in Miami than he does with the Titans. Now, it may just be because age is, you know, taking its toll on him like he does everyone else. But, Ryan Tannehill ends up getting, or going to uh, Tennessee. Then Bud Dupree ends up playing for Tennessee. I was like, isn't that fucking crazy? It makes me laugh every time. I'm like, dude. That dude tried to take your fucking head clean off your shoulders. And now he's your teammate. (laughs) What a time to be alive. Anyways. I know, I I, I go all over the place with these, but we're seeing an overcorrection now. Like we saw an overcorrection then. The only difference was, was back then, I thought it was more deserved. Because people were trying to hurt Cam. Cam now with Tua it didn't look like anyone was trying to hurt him his head snapped you know hits the ground it happens it happens to a lot of quarterbacks that doesn't mean that was the defender's intention and you know I don't think either of those you know Plays against, uh, you know, Tua should have been roughing the passer calls, but now we're getting back into, and, and it comes from a good place too. Like I understand you're trying to protect quarterbacks. I I get that. I I'm I'm good with that. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I like a good football game. I want to see all the starters play against all the starters so I can see what the A-teams look like against each other. Guys get hurt. I mean, different things happen, you know. But, uh, you know, shit happens. But I don't want anybody to get hurt. and fuck I, I had another point I was gonna talk I was right there and it just slipped away time is taking its toll on me I'm not even old yet some of my apprentices that I work with think that I am they're only six or seven years younger than me but you know whatever uh, i i was re- working with these couple people uh, was that last year a couple years ago i'm not entirely sure but uh working with this this gal in her uh early 40s and this other guy who had just turned 30 and uh He's one of those guys that, uh, his driver's license says 30, but you look at his face and it says 22. I mean, everybody knows somebody that they're envious of because they look so great for their age. And uh, one day we asked her how old she thought we were, and she looks at this guy and says, yeah, I'd say you're probably 21, 22. He says, I'm actually 30. I just turned 30 a couple weeks ago. She says, wow, I never would have guessed that. She looks at me, because I, I believe it was my birthday that day. is the reason we were talking about it. She looks at me, and she says, well, now I know you've got to be in your mid thirties, you know you're probably thirty four, thirty five. Said you fucking douche. I just turned twenty five. <laughs> yes, this this was uh, last summer. Yeah, cause I said I just turned twenty five today. She's like, oh. She's like, well, you you got a baby on the way, so. You know. You, you probably haven't been getting a lot of sleep, you know, because your wife's probably not sleeping that well. I'm like, that's besides the point, you fucking dickbag. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so, there's a major controversial thing, and I'll see if I can remember that other point. Oh, I I know what I was going to talk about. I'll uh, oh, I'll get to Devontae Adams in a minute. Um, the other controversial thing. Yeah, was Sorry, sorry. I, don't know. I lose track of these things so often. Um, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, after the Monday night game, people are saying, "Oh, well, the refs were." You know, the Chiefs paid off the refs. Blah, 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 this way. I'm like, no. The Chiefs won because... I mean, there was an extremely bad call on that field goal. And that leads to the game-winning touchdown. That's not why the Chiefs won. The Raiders lost... The way they did, anyhow. Because Josh McDaniel didn't kick the extra point. You went for two, you didn't get it. Like I said, I I love aggressive football. But. You know that you probably got less than a 50-50 shot on the goal line against this team the Chiefs defense is no powerhouse but there's a reason there are more extra points than two-point conversions extra point is basically free money now since they moved it back a couple years ago extra points have gotten a little more difficult but it's still basically a free point There's two-point conversions. I mean, it's tough for any team on the goal line, especially the quarterbacks, because it's so close and there's so much happening right in front of you that it's hard to see. And if you run the ball, you know you're going to have to try to get it through fucking six, seven, eight guys. I didn't like the fact that the Chiefs went for two on theirs. Trying to make up for a, a, a missed PAT. I get it. I would rather you just kick the extra point and then, you know, then the Raiders have to get that two point to, uh, you know, tie it, go to OT. I did not like the fact that they went for two. I would have just kicked the extra point there. Because then you know that, oh, they have to get a two-point try. I get it. You're trying to solidify your your win. It's aggressive ball. I, I like it. But I would have rather you right there have made the conservative call. When it, I mean, those things come down to less about what's going on on the field and more about strategically what you got going on in your head. I know the kicker missed a PAT. You might be worried about it. But you got to know, the same that goes for the Raiders goes for the Chiefs. It's going to be difficult to get that two-point. I'd say the Chiefs probably would have had an easier time trying to get that two-point than the Raiders would. Their offense is just better. Raiders are missing some guys. You know, Waller's in that game. Uh, the other kid that ended up going out is in that game. You know, you you might be looking at a different offense. Now you got two more guys to cover. But... uh you know, being down them, you you understand you're going to struggle more on offense than the Chiefs are. And they did. I mean, clearly. But anyways, this is, this, is, this is all besides that point. The Raiders lost in the way they did because Josh McDaniel decided to go for two instead of kicking the extra point. With one of the top kickers in the league right now. And I may be a little biased just because Carlson is on my fantasy team. But I was going to lose anyway. In fact, I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter. Even if I would have started all the right people, I still would have lost by like 10 or 15 points. Maybe even 20. I'm not I'm not sure. I didn't do the math. But I don't think I would have won anyway. So there's no bias talking here, I promise. Okay, maybe a little, little Maybe, maybe you know, Carlson. You know, he's in there. You know, he's like the number one ranked kicker in fantasy football. Let him get another point. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah besides, well, you know, whatever. But, um, thinking that the refs lost you the game, or you know. Saying well they, they won the other team the game is a very uh young way of thinking about football. And some people have a young way of thinking about football for their entire lives. Uh but I remember what was it last year maybe the very first game on a Thursday night would have been the uh, Bucks cowboys Which, oddly enough, wasn't that the first game this year? Hmm, I, don't remember. I don't remember if it was last year or two years ago. But I do know it was the very first game of the season, it was a Thursday night game, Bucks cowboys I'm excited, football's back, you know, whatever, whatever. So I sit down and watch the game. Bucks win that game. It was a close game. I want to say it was like 31, 28, 32, 30. I don't know. Somewhere right in that range. And of course, Cowboys fans are. Oh, the refs won. The game for the Bucks. Oh, of course, it's it's fucking it's Brady, of course. And I'm like, well, no. Your kicker missed two field goals and an extra point that game. You left seven points on the table and missed kicks. Your offense, you could not run the ball. I remember this game very vividly because of this whole, oh, the refs won them the game. Your offense couldn't run the ball. You left seven points on the table in missed kicks. Like I said, this this was like a, a one, two, three point uh, game. Very close. I don't remember exactly what it was. I want to say it was like 31-28, something like that. Or maybe 30-29. Whatever, it doesn't matter. A very close game. Those seven points you left on the table and missed kicks, there's your win. Blame the fucking kicker. I know we talked about last week, like, oh, there's a lot of you know weight riding on the kicker's shoulders, but you missed three kicks in one game. You got to blame that dude. It wasn't like he was missing, you know, it wasn't like there were fucking 60-yarders every time. I think he missed like a 30-yard something, a 40-yard something, and a PAT. Something like that. Somewhere in that range. Kickers miss kicks. It happens. The Chiefs kicker missed a PAT Monday night. He's not Harrison Butker. But then he comes back and makes a 59-yarder, which was fucking great, by the way. Not the best kick of the weekend. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but it that's where your blame lies. Poor offensive play calling. You can't run the ball. And you missed three kicks. There's your win. It was not because of the rest. You have to, and, and I used to say these things until I really, really started watching more closely. I remember years ago, uh... Uh, Alex Smith's last year with the te- with the with the Chiefs, uh, playoff game against the Steelers. Steelers won only on field goals, didn't score a single touchdown. Still won. And saying, "Oh, the Chiefs would have won had Eric Fisher not held on that goal line play. It was a touchdown. I got called back." when the same thing happened uh, in a Packers game against who I'm not sure, a Packers offensive lineman, uh, did the exact same thing that Eric Fisher did and didn't draw a call. The Chiefs didn't lose that game Because of that holding call. They lost that game because of too much conservative play calling. I mean, it was Alex Smith. It's not Patrick Mahomes. I understand the offense changed once Patrick Mahomes got there. I mean, he was there. But, yeah, you know what I mean. You cannot lose a game where the other team kicks six field goals. That's what the final was. It was like 18-14, 18-15, something like that. That's on the offense. I mean, the defense pretty well fucking did their job. They didn't let them into the end zone one time. They still kicked six field goals. So you're still giving up, you know, yards. But Chris Boswell isn't the worst kicker in the world. You get him within range, he's probably going to sink it. And he did that night. He made six. Shit, I didn't mute for that one. I'm sorry. I was doing bad, then I was doing good, and now I'm doing bad again. But... You know, so like I said, that's a a very young way of thinking about football. Now, if you were to say, oh, the Raiders lost because Darren Waller and that other receiver weren't playing, it would have been a different game had they been playing. I'll listen to that. I will listen to that. Like I said, you can't use, oh, my starters weren't in for every loss because every team is down some starters. I mean, if Willie Gay was playing that game Monday night, if he wasn't suspended, that might be a different game. We don't know, but he's a starter he's a he's an important starter for the defense and he's and he wasn't it, but um. Yeah, it's just that's that's just the wrong way of thinking about it. Bad calls will be made. In that second, you can say, "Well, that bad call cost us the game," but there are other reasons as to why you didn't win. It's not just a singular bad call, and also, people were acting like the Chiefs weren't getting uh, calls as well. The Raiders and Chiefs is like the fucking... it's Every year is usually one of the most penalized games there is. It's gotten a little better since Mahomes started playing. But it's... You know, some of those division rivalries is fucking... I mean, the Ravens and the Bengals or the Steelers and the Bengals is usually really bad especially when Bud Dupree was playing for the Steelers and Vontae Burfict was playing for the Bengals then it was really bad 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 calls are made throughout time you cannot use them as an excuse in fact, now, my, my you know view of football now, if you are using bad calls as an excuse as to why you lost, I consider you to be a Fairweather fan because you don't understand all the workings, all the inner workings of football. You're not looking at what's really going on. The Raiders lost the way they did Monday night because Josh McDaniel decided to go for two and didn't get it. You may still have lost in overtime. We have no way of knowing. Uh, There's there's a high possibility of that. We'll never know. But in that moment, you lost the way you did because you went for two and you didn't get it. Could have kicked a PAT and gone into overtime. You might have won had Durham Waller and that other receiver, God, I should have just looked up his name by now. Had they been playing, you might have won. But we can, like I said, we can also say, you know, if Willie Gabe was in, he still might not have. There's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts when it comes to excuses in football. Gotta stop blaming the losses on bad calls. Now, on to the most controversial thing of Week 5. Devontae Adams Shoving the, uh, I'm not sure exactly what he had. I don't think it was a camera of any sort. Uh, it may have been. It looked like it could have been a, you know, a, a boom mic. I I'm not sure what exactly the guy's job was. Devonte Adams shoves him to the ground. And there's other controversial things that happened Monday night that we'll we'll, we'll touch on. That kind of make me sick as a Chiefs fan, but it also doesn't surprise me. But we'll we'll get to that. Um, look, this dude, this this worker, whatever he was, whatever his job is, I'm not sure. Absolutely not paying attention to where he's going. Absolutely not paying attention. And it didn't look like Devontae Adams was super paying attention either. But. Didn't, you know, this, this, this dude was not paying attention to where he was going. Walks right out in front of him. Now. There's a lot of people down there. You got to pay attention to your surroundings. And that's just good manners. you got to pay attention to your surroundings. You know, a simple... I, I'm good with a simple Devontae Adams saying, Hey man, pay attention. Don't walk the fuck right in front of me. Get out of my way. Pay attention to where you're going. You look both ways when you're crossing the street. The game just got over. Why would you not look both ways before you're crossing the tunnel? I understand he's he's trying to do his job as well, but we got to think about good manners. You got to you got to pay attention to where you're walking. Like I said, Devontae Adams says, "Hey, hey, Dick, pay attention. You don't 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 just step right the fuck in front of me. I'm good with that." It may still be a little uncalled for, but that, I'm like, okay. What you can't do is shove him to the ground. And there's a lot of stupid motherfuckers on social media defending Devontae Adams for shoving him to the ground. And At first, people were like, oh, well, he wasn't paying attention either. You know, they just kind of bumped into each other. No, he shoved them. There was an extension. Do we need it to get into fucking you know what it's like on a, you know, on a soccer field, you know, on, on the pitch? What counts as an extension and what doesn't? Do we need to do we need to draw out the yellow? Now he's looking at a possible red card. You know, possible suspension. For those of you that don't know anything about soccer, you're probably lost right now, but I mean, he, he absolutely there was an extension of the arms, he shoved him. And like I said, it did you know, it looked like his eyes were more towards the ground. He's frustrated. I get that. Like I said earlier, frustrations fly. Emotions are high, especially in a rivalry game. Now, Devontae Adams is new to this rivalry. But the mood in the locker room can also set that for a new player. But you can't shove him. And like I said, there are people all over social media saying... Oh well he wasn't paying attention. Nah, well he may not have been paying attention, but he, he pushed him. He didn't just bump into him. He pushed him. And then people after it was clear that he pushed him, people were saying, Well, I'd push a motherfucker too if they invaded my personal space. I'm like, dude, shit happens. And you're if you're walking in a crowd of people, you're gonna bump into somebody. Just this past summer, I met the fucking I met Kaufman, I met a Royals game. There's People in the corridors, people, you know, at concessions. there's a lot of people there. I mean not as much as there are in some other baseball stadiums. Royals kinda fucking suck. They don't have a good turnout anymore. But that's besides the point. You know, it's all about the T V deals, not about asses and seats anymore, so they don't give a shit. Which is a sad day, but you know, it's a sad day in baseball when you don't care about people in the stands, but still. Your team's not good. The Royals have a lot of fair weather fans. But uh, there's a few thousand people walking around down in there at any given point. So you have those congested moments where there's probably 100 to 200 to 300 whatever people right in front of you. Me and this guy walk in opposite directions. We're trying to get around people not bump into them. We bump into each other. This guy spills his beer on me. And he immediately fucking, you know, he takes his napkins, he's trying to drive me off. Oh my god, man, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, boo, blah I'm annoyed. But I also bumped into you. You bumped into me, I bumped into you. We should have both been paying a little more attention. And shit happens in congested situations. It's, it's okay, man. He felt so bad, he ended up giving me a couple bucks. He says, here, here, get a beer on me. I'm sorry, man. I tried to give it back to him. He wouldn't take it. So I was like, uh right, you know, it's, it's good. We're fine, man. I'm not going to fucking punch you over it. If you threw your beer at me, we might, you know, go rounds. But we just bumped into each other, man. I'm not going to take your fucking head off. You know what I didn't do? I didn't shove him. I was frustrated. I just got a fucking beer on a fucking hundred-some-dollar fucking jersey that I like to wear. Yeah, I'm frustrated. But I'm at fault, too. So both of them not really paying attention. Dude should have looked Before he crossed the tunnel, Devontae Adams, don't walk around looking at the ground. Head up. Eyes at eye level so you can see what's happening. Unless you're that afraid of tripping over your own feet, but that's not what happened. You're just mad that you lost, and I get it. I hate losing too. But you can't push him. You can't. And like I said, you know, people say, "Well, I didn't mean to push him." And people say, and then other people are like, "Well, he felt bad immediately." And you know, he's, you know, he said on Twitter, you know, like, uh, you know, "I'm sorry. That was, you know, that was inexcusable. I, sh- I shouldn't have pushed you like that. I'm sorry, man. I was frustrated. I let my emotions get the best of me. And I'm sorry. Uh, I-, I hope you see this." I'm sure the guy will see it. The dude filed a police report. I don't know if I would have filed a police report. But Devontae Adams also could have. You know, right in that moment, helped him up and said, Holy fuck, dude, I'm... God, I'm so sorry. Dude, I'm just mad. Shit didn't go my way. I, I shouldn't have pushed you like that. I'm so sorry. And that dude probably doesn't file a police report right then. I don't know that I would have filed one either way. I probably would have fucking just had words with him. I mean, I probably don't want to get into a fist fight with an NFL player. Plus, he's still wearing his helmet, so any shots I try to take at his head is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt him. <laughs> but I probably am not going to go to the police with that one. But I also didn't get shoved by an NFL player, so, I, you know, I can't, I can't. I, I don't know what it's like, so I can't exactly put myself in this guy's shoes. What I do know is... Good manners means paying attention to where you're walking. On both of you. And you can't push people. People are going to accidentally invade your personal space. If he gets up in your face on purpose, I'm not mad at you for pushing him. He clearly was not. You're mad. You're not paying attention to where you're going. And he pushed him. People will invade your personal space. On accident. More than once in your life. Especially in a congested situation like that. It will happen. You're gonna have to fucking deal with it. In an adult way. So many of these fucking keyboard warriors on social media say, Well, I would have shut that motherfucker, too. No, you wouldn't have. Shut the fuck up. No, you wouldn't have. You can talk as tough as you fucking want. On Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever the fuck. On TikTok, it doesn't matter. You can talk as fucking high and mighty and as fucking tough and fucking... As masculine as you think you are. A grown man is not going to push someone in that situation just because they weren't paying attention to where they were walking. And if you do, you are not a grown man. You are still a fucking emotional, an emotional teenager. At heart. And in mind. That is a very childish way to go about the world. Because what happens, well, I would have pushed that motherfucker too. And then they file a police report on you. Now you've got a misdemeanor assault. Man, being a fucking tough guy really worked in your favor, didn't it? All those people say, oh, I mean, no, you wouldn't have. Shut your fucking mouth. You wouldn't have pushed him. The Raider fan Twitter is fucking wild. It is. It is fucking crazy. They will defend their players no matter what. The The amount of fucking stupid Raider fans I saw that came in defense of Henry Ruggs after that shit was beyond me. I couldn't believe it. I have been well over the legal limit. Well, the fuck over it. They said he was twice over the legal limit. I'm sure I have been so drunk before that I was over twice the legal limit. I remember some of those fucking summer nights. Hanging out with the old fucking, the old boy Saint. We got fucking 50, 60 beers. We start drinking at fucking six thirty, seven o'clock. And they're all gone by 1 o'clock in the morning. 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. We had some late nights, just me and him. Bullshitting, playing some video games and fucking drinking beer. Now we didn't put away that all the time. But there were plenty of those nights where we had fucking 20 to 30 beers a piece. And some shots and whatever the fuck else. I have been so fucking drunk in my life. I have like... And I know it's, it's somewhat of a problem. Like I don't drink every day. I don't drink every week. I don't drink every two weeks. I really don't drink that often. But on a night when I'm out with people, I know I don't have to drive anywhere. I am not the kind of person that stops at 3, 4, 5, 6. I do have a binge drinking problem. You know what I don't do? When I'm drunk, get behind the wheel of a fucking supercar and drive at 160 miles an hour. In a fucking, what was it, like a 40, like a 45? I've gotten speeding tickets. I used to have lead foot. I get some road rage. A lot of people do. Call it toxic masculinity, call it childish, whatever, whatever you you want to say about it. I, 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 a, a lot of people have those those issues, not just men, women too. I don't own a supercar. I'm not a millionaire, but I don't get drunk. And just fly around a fucking 25, 30, 35, 40 posted at 100 to 120 mile an hour. He was doing like 156 to 160 mile an hour in like a 40, 45, 50, something like that. They said he hit that woman at the collision was at 120. I'm like, oh, he was trying to slow down. So? So fucking what? Oh, well, he's young. He made a mistake. Bitch, I'm young. What the fuck? Motherfucker. I'm young. I'm only a couple years older than that cat. I don't do that shit. There are plenty of other young receivers in the league that are out partying, getting drunk as shit. I don't see them fucking hitting somebody at 120 mile an hour. He killed that woman. I don't care if he didn't mean to. You call it manslaughter. You made the choice to be a fucking fool and you deserve to be in jail for it. I don't care what team you play for. If you do something fucking stupid and it costs someone their life, you need to go to jail. Clearly, you are not good at making decisions. You are a Fucking millionaire. You can pay someone to drive you to where you need to be. I don't care about his age. I don't. None of it fucking matters to me. And you know when you're that drunk. Not everyone has someone with them to say, hey man, give me the keys. No, 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 no. Come on. You know, you know how much you drank tonight. Give me the keys. I understand not everyone has someone in that situation. I know when I'm not good to drive. And you know what I don't do? Get behind the fucking wheel when I'm not good to drive. Now, I'm not saying that I have never driven after having a little too much. I know I wasn't twice over the legal limit. But I have drank and drove before, but not belligerently drunk. And some will say, well, there's no difference. And I'm like, no, nah, there's a difference. Because each of those times, A, I'm in a small town. Don't have anybody to get me home. Probably, probably could have called one of my parents. but I got to get my car back. And you say, well, well, he has to get his car back too. I'm like, if I'm twice over the legal limit, I know if I've had that much to drink, I'm not getting behind the wheel. And when I say that I think I probably had a little too much before getting behind the wheel, I'm, I'm saying I probably had four or five beers in two hours. And I'm thinking... I'm not completely sober, but I know I'll be okay. Hmm, And some people will argue, well, that's still drunk driving. No. Buzz driving is drunk driving. Okay, sure. Whatever, call it what you want. Those are completely different situations. A lot of people have been in that situation, in my situation. What I did not do is do 150, 160, even 100, even an 80. Most of the time, I would do the speed limit. And if I wasn't doing the speed limit, I was doing five under the speed limit. Piss poor. Sorry, that was like really loud. Holy shit. Piss poor judgment on my part. Horrible. I never got anybody hurt. Always took back roads when I could. Piss poor judgment. Probably should have paid the price for it. Got lucky. But I wasn't belligerently drunk. I know my reaction time would have been a little slow. Shit, I didn't mute on that one. Fuck. Shit, fuck, tits, ass. But the amount of fans that showed out for him was ridiculous. No, he needs to go to jail. That's all there is to it. He deserves to be there, and you know it's it's the same for the fans showing out for Devontae Adams right now. Oh, I would have shoved that motherfucker too. No, you wouldn't have. If you're just some fucking regular dude, and I bump into you, I'm gonna apologize. Didn't mean to, man. I'm sorry. I, I need to I need to look where I'm going. And even even a little bit of chirping, even a yeah, you should look where you're going. And I say Well Yeah, you're right, I'm sorry. And then leave it at that. But if we're both not paying attention and we bump into each other and you push me, you try to shove me, I'm up in that ass, son. And some might say, well, that's poor, you know, that's poor decision making too. You shouldn't do that. Well, well, he fucking shoved me first. Now, Devontae Adams has a, a misdemeanor assault. You can't shove people. Don't do it. Sorry, I got, like, like way off the rails on that one, but, you know, eh, lick my ass. You'll be all right. That's another thing. It's like how many fans show out for these players when they do stupid things. Like, I don't know, and, and and before I touch on that, I I would say I definitely would find Devontae Adams if I was the league. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe single game suspension. I don't know. I might. Yeah. But I don't, I don't make those calls. I definitely find them. Then we possibly looking at a single game. I don't know. Um. The other thing that happened Monday night that. I'm sure it happens more often than I hear about. But what I find disgusting. Is fans yelling. Racial slurs. Like there are a lot of. closet racists around Kansas City. And I... Dude, I'm in a union. I'm in construction. (laughs) I work with probably 70% of them. It's disgusting. Everyone in their life has... Either told or laughed at a racist joke. Everyone has. I'm not above it. You're not above it. Don't act like you are. But. And it's still not. Good. Like Dave Chappelle does shock comedy. And a lot of it is racially based. And you're going to fucking laugh at it because it's funny. Because he's a funny guy. I don't think that makes you a racist to laugh at shit like that. Burt Kreister has a whole bit in one of his stand-ups on you know the the black guy that that worked at the coffee shop and he'd come in and you know he'd say you know he want a coffee, and the guy would you know you know you want cream in that, and he would you know make a racist joke uh, I don't even know if you want to call it racist stereotypical. You know possibly racist i don't, I don't know, but he'd make a joke, and the premise of the joke is that, like, no, I don't want any cream in it, I want it black, so i you know I won't go into details uh, you know you wanna you wanna hear him watch the special. It's funny, and what is the black guy doing that's working the register at the coffee shop? He laughs. And then two white ladies or a white lady or something tries to fucking correct him. And his whole thing is like... I made a joke for this kid. He thought it was funny. Who are you to fucking tell me to be quiet? And we can, you know, you can say maybe that's right, maybe that's wrong. I don't know, but the point is, is if you... I don't think you're a racist if you're making a joke... Or if you're laughing at a joke. Now there are times where you can tell whether the person is racist that's making the joke in the way that they say it. Or in the way that they laugh at it. But that's not really what's happening. What happens at these games, and I'm sure it's not just Kansas City. I've never been to other football stadiums, but I guarantee it's not just here in the Midwest. I'm sure you even see it out on the coast. People shouting racial slurs at players. It's like you wouldn't say those things to somebody you saw on the street. Most of them wouldn't. I mean, some of them are just open about it. And there's something to be said for being open about it. Like, you're still a bad person. But at least you're not... hiding it. I'm not a person of color, so I guess, you know, it doesn't really... I don't really get a say in it. People of color might be like, well, you know, that's worse. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever, that's... That's not my life. I'm just giving my two cents, and if my two cents isn't worth anything to you, then, you know, tell me to fuck off. But, most of these people are not going to say something like that to somebody on the street, or somebody they work with. Or at a, you know, at a party or a gathering. It's, you know, some sort of social setting. They're not going to say that to any random person. But it's like you get a couple fucking beers in you and you think that, Oh, well, these guys are just a, a bunch of fucking, you know, all these players are out here like, This is a fucking zoo. And I can just say whatever the fuck I want because they're not humans. What? Like, you got a couple beers in you, and now you think you can just shout the fucking N-word because you don't like that team. I don't like the Raiders. I like some players for the Raiders over the years. But I'm born and raised Chiefs fan. Of course I don't like the Raiders. You know what I'm not doing? I'm not at games shouting racial slurs at people. whether I've had anything to drink or not. You know why? Because that's fucking ridiculous. It's disgusting. Like I said, I am not above everything. I don't think I'm better. I have laughed at many a racist joke over the years. No matter who it was told by. Well, I'll say some of those that you can tell when the person is racist and they're making one of those jokes. It's kind of like, ooh, that's not great. In another setting, that might be a funny joke. But, uh, yeesh. But like. Mel Brooks isn't racist. Blazing saddles is fucking hilarious. If you've never seen it, watch it. we We told this uh, this apprentice a while back to that he he'd never seen blazing saddles. We so told him to watch it he's a, he's a young black man. And I told him I was like, look, you can go home and watch it whatever streaming service it's on it's on something. Just keep in mind this is a parody movie. It is for comedy purposes. It was also made in the 1970s. So just keep that in mind. Keep keep in mind there is no malicious intent behind this movie. You will think it's funny. He comes back the next day. He says, yo, I watched that movie. You were right. It was made at a different time. That movie was so goddamn funny. I was like, yeah, of course it is. It's fucking hilarious. Now go watch Robin Hood, Men and Tights, and Spaceballs, and Young Frankenstein, and any other Mel Brooks you can movie you can get your hands on. It's hilarious. It's okay to laugh at those things. That's what that type of shock comedy is out there for. it is a way of people exploiting people's beliefs um I don't I don't know what I'm what I'm really looking for here but It's their way of saying, you're ridiculous for thinking this way. Like, if you actually think this way, you're ridiculous for it. And here's why. And they do it in a very funny way. What you can't do is try to talk down to these players with racial slurs like they're a bunch of fucking dogs. They're people. Might I add there are peop- they are people that are worth much more than you and I. Some of those guys let it go. Is there, you know, they can say Well, I'm just a fucking, I'm just an old fucking millionaire. At the end of the day, this fucking low-level dickweed, he's nothing compared to me. I'm not going to let his words get to me. But like I said, I'm not a person of color. And I know when that word gets thrown around, it can affect people in different ways. usually we, we, with the older crowd, you see a little more of a stern look, and it's kind of like a the fuck did you say to me and with the younger crowd, you know hands might be coming your way, and I can't even say that I'm not good with that because I'm not black. I don't know how I would react. To that word, if I were, so I can't tell you, oh I wouldn't hit somebody or or I would hit somebody i don't I don't know they might I might hit somebody I might not I don't know it just. Like, I know that we're not past racism in this country or in this world. But what is it about fucking sports and football in particular, because it seems to be the most prominent one, that you think that that is okay? I remember years ago the story hitting, uh, who was it, Terrell Pryor? Leaving when Washington came to Kansas City. Torrell Pryor, I believe, is who it was walking out of the stadium. And someone threw that N-word at him. Well, it may have been more than one person, but I know that one person got banned from the stadium. So good on the organization for taking care of that. Now we're we're still doing it. I don't like the Raiders. Like I said, I thought Devontae Adams shoving that dude was ridiculous, but what I'm not gonna do is throw the N word out at him. And I mean His skin color has nothing to do with him being a dick in that moment. He was just being a douche. Like, that was a douchey thing to do. But. I'm not, no. Never am I throwing that word out. No, sir. I don't get into a situation and just think that, you know, in a setting like that, think that, oh, it's okay here. No. No, sir. And that's like, uh, you know, the whole Kareem Hunt thing from a few years ago. It's like should he have kicked that girl and I I remember talking about it on an old podcast before I saw the video and just, you know thinking of hypotheticals and then I saw the video and I'm like, ooh Ooh, well, my take kind of aged like milk, didn't it? but I don't you shouldn't have kicked her don't love that I'm not mad at you for once you found out that they were underage for kicking them out. Kicking them out in the sense of making them leave. Because it's like, yeah, you don't want to get in trouble. And if the cops show up, they're not going to fucking care if you knew or not you're supplying minors. And you know, if you end up getting a court date, you can be like, "Well, I mean, you know, they had these fake IDs. We thought they were of age. You know, you know, I'm sorry." And oh, I just farted. And maybe the judge will be like, "Okay, okay, you know, I get it. Not everyone is as keen at spotting fake IDs as as everyone else." And some of those are pretty good. Like, people still fool bartenders and bouncers and whatever the fuck. Like, constantly with them. But once you find out, Oh shit, they're only 18 or 19. You get the fuck up out of here. You lied to us. I'm like, yeah, I'm not mad at you for that. I don't think you should have kicked her, but I know I know why those girls didn't press charges. that word came out and a slap to go with it, a slap in the face to go with it i don't I don't which I mean you didn't get any footage from inside the room you just got the hallway footage, you know. I don't know what was happening in there, but I saw there was a slap in the face. And I know that word came out. And like I said, I don't know how that would affect me. Now, if it's a man, I'm probably good with you kicking him. He hits you and throws that word out. Yeah, I'm probably good with you kicking him. A woman, I, I'm I'm not good with you kicking her. But I know why they didn't press charges. And then, of course, you know, Kareem Hunt's ridiculous fucking... You know, Cleveland comes back to Kansas City, and he oh, it's personal. Oh, it's personal. i like, no, it's not. They didn't cut you because of what you did. They might have, after they saw the video. They cut you because you lied about it. He said, no, I didn't hit her. I didn't kick her. And then they see the video, and they're like, well, you said you didn't kick her, but uh, you kicked her. (laughs) Like, that's why you got cut. Like, you can't lie to your lawyer. And in the same way, you don't lie to the team. Lawyer has to know so they can get out in front of it. Team has to know so they can get out in front of it. And if the team gets out in front of it, they may say, "Look, if we get video this, it's not going to be good. He's going to serve, however many game suspension. He's getting fined. You know, whatever legal action comes against him. You know, he'll have to take care of it." But we've decided we're not going to move on from him. He was transparent with us. And I'm not saying that's what they would have done. We have no way of knowing. But that, that may have been a better solution to the situation. But instead you lied about it. And they said, well, you said you didn't kick her. And, in the video, you clearly fucking kicked her. And, look, we don't love that you did this, and we really don't love that you lied about it. Pack your bags. Oh, it's personal. No, it's not. You did it to yourself. way off the rails there, didn't I? God. Fuck, I can really go on. Jesus. Believe me, sometimes I annoy myself by how much I talk. But that doesn't mean it's a bad take. So, you know. I can't suck it up. So, we're a little over two hours now. It's probably, i uh, probably call that pretty good. Um, really excited about heading into week six. We're going to fucking, I hope the Chiefs settle this to fucking, oh, Buffalo is the team to beat once and for all. I'm going to hit Caleb Presley up on Twitter. And be like What was that you said on the Theo Vaughn podcast? What what'd you say? Oh, Buffalo's the team to beat. Mm, Looks like the fucking Chiefs beat them. Like I said, Josh Allen has only best of the Chiefs once. So we'll see. Buffalo looks really good. They might win. But I'm also not worried about a regular season loss. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. 13 seconds. They made a joke about it Monday night. You know. We all know what Patrick Mahomes can do with thirteen seconds. Yeah, you're goddamn right. So we'll find out. I love that, you know, and this is this is actually really good for football. I know that they're trying to shove not just Josh Allen but also Patrick Mahomes. They're trying to shove these guys down people's throats. Some people like it, some people don't. It is they are the future of the league. Lamar Jackson. To, uh, um, you know, sadly Joe Burrow, you know, uh, all these other young guys, um, you know, they're they're trying to shove them down people's throats, but you know, it 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 is they are the future of the league. I get it, and you're just trying to make money. I'm not. Super upset about it. But when Josh Allen has only bested the Chiefs once and you keep saying that, oh, Buffalo is the team to beat, that gets kind of fucking annoying after a while. So, we'll see how it goes. Really excited about it. Um. So I'll probably check in next week sometime about that. Trying to uh, get some some guests, you know, some buddies lined up. Uh, life with kids is difficult, man. Uh, Pickle and his family were supposed to come over to the house uh, Saturday. We were going to try to do an episode and uh, his daughter has COVID. So, I mean, you know, shit happens. Hopefully she, you know, recovers quickly. I hope. You know. But, you know, that's, you know, life with kids. You can't always do everything you want to do. Shit happens. But, you know, trying to get it lined out. Hopefully get Pickle on here. Would uh, love to do an episode with my dad about sports, especially. Would love that. Uh, kind of talk to him about it. You know, hopefully we can get that lined out at some point. We um, get to uh, Jay Pizzle and some of his boys. You know, that uh, that crew. I, I would love to sit down with them, do a couple of couple, three hours. Uh, just bullshit around the mic. That'd be a good time. But, uh, you know, we'll see. See what happens. This, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try to commit to this as much as I can. Try to do at least an episode a week, like I said. Life with kids makes it difficult sometimes, uh, and I'm not in a professional booth, so I'm sure you could hear my dog's tag click clacking around when he's readjusting on the couch and you know jumping down to get a drink and uh, you know whatever the like. Um, so I either have to wait until. My son is not here or after he goes to sleep, but you know, try to do at least an episode a week. try to keep this going. I mean, you know, not super worried about monetary gain. I just like talking clearly. I've been talking for almost two hours and ten minutes, but uh you know, I love to love to chat, but uh, I would love to make money off of it someday that'd be fantastic but anyways um thanks for coming back for episode two hope you liked it hope you continue to uh, come back and uh for those of you that uh you know have something that uh, you want to hear me talk about, or you want me to dig into, uh, you know, hit me up on some socials. You know, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I don't know everything, but I can do some light reading. If there's something like, oh, this would be great if you talked about this. If you just love my voice that much. I know some people do. Some people wish I would shut the fuck up. But, you know, So anyways, like I said, hope to uh hope to get you guys back for the next episode. And uh thanks for stopping by. This has been Hopelessly Unchecked Episode 2 with me, your host, Matt Elder, aka Big Maddie the Fatty, aka Matty Ice, aka Matty Matt, aka. Binks, a.k.a. Big Coach P81. All of the above. All, all the nicknames. So, Alright. We'll talk to you guys later.